Santel, you're hiding for a different reason. Hello. Welcome to another fantastic episode of NRK Monk Friends Roundtable Discussion. Before we get started, let me first remind you that we are covered by the BIPCOT No Government License, which allows for the use and reuse of this podcast by anyone and everyone except for government and the bludgies thereof. You can learn more about that at BIPCOT.org. That is B-I-P-C-O-T dot O-R-G. We're also covered by Brandenburg v. Ohio, 1969, which ruled that the government cannot punish inflammatory speech unless that speech is, quote, directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is likely to incite or produce such action. Therefore, everything said here on NRK Monk Friends Roundtable Discussion is entirely hypothetical. This is episode 165. Why we're still on the air, I don't know. But this is a good episode. It's a very (laughs) special episode. We have the homie. Mr. Gap Army, do we call you by your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine, okay. man. Yeah. So Kyle Turnblazer. If you don't know that name, shame on you. Um, ah, it's all right. Been... I've been gone for a while. It's <laughs> fine. I can shame people if I want to. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is this is a full circle for me. This full circle because um, uh, <clears throat> listening to Kyle on Seeds of Anarchy and and the Liberty Forge helped create and inspire this podcast. So having Kyle on is full circle, and uh, yeah, I was nervous leading up to this today. Oh, no, you're good, man. Like literally the first podcast in like two years where I'm actually nervous. Yeah, and and for the audience, I I, want to take my share of the responsibility and give my condolences. (laughs) For inspiring this show. uh, Yeah. I mean, to be fair, yeah, he, he should share his, his part of the blame on this. You one. owe humanity, and I'm sorry. <laughs> right? No, no, I love it, man. I love it. You guys, no. I, I mean, 165, you got further than I did before I took mine off. True. True. Half, half the quality, twice the number of podcasts. Whatever, well, it, I mean, whatever it takes, Steve Rogers. <laughs> i mean at this point we're we're already you know being followed by feds and everything anyway so why stop now so all the cool you know are. i was a little disappointed they only stuck around one day this time yeah mm-hmm. oh that's right you had the the suv outside you're saying huh Yep. the same yeah, one they, uh it was black suv this time yeah they said that's this, probably the same one that sits outside my house about once a week mm-hmm. they uh well we had but the 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 dve the domestic extremist protection order whatever it is the domestic violence extremist that they're pushing right now the fbi they've been messing with some of the boys um they took one down in arkansas the other day um yep. opened up on them newman yeah. newman yep yep they gave him they gave him the uh the the treatment so yep he opened fire on them. They were just better shots. Well, I mean, they were in- enforcing a red flag, unconstitutional, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to get into that, but. Um, right. No. But uh, well, they raided yeah. another one the other day, too. They raided um, yeah. um, CRS firearms. Have uh, you guys yep. knew that story? Yep. They got him. The, um, the, the forced reset trigger, rare breed trigger. Yep. yep the first. Right. They said, oh, it's a machine <laughs> gun. And he's like, fuck you. It's not. Right. And, eight, yeah. and you know, it's it's in court right now. Technically, it's in court over the, the rare breed trigger. Um, yeah. But they're enforcing it anyways, though. But they're, it's yeah. They're, they're, they're enforcing, yeah, they're enforcing the edict anyway without without that's the, order. the YouTube guy, right? Yeah. CRS yeah. Farms. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he lives about an hour away from. Oh, no. C- CRS was the well, key what, card. 
Yeah, yeah, it was the key card yeah, thing. The key card. Yeah, the that, auto that key he got card. busted for. Yeah. yeah CRS was yeah, a key, key card, and there was a... Which is dumb. Yeah, yeah it's the, a... The piece of metal that has the image a of a yeah it right. has it has a picture of a uh lightning link on it it's not even actually cut out or anything else you link. would yeah. have yeah. to do things to make that into a lightning link it's i mean but like that I have, is uh, wrong think <laughs> yeah apparently i i have a i well it's broken now but i had a little plastic keychain that was the um felony starter kit it was an 80 percent plastic uh, oh yeah, like a little lightning link that I got when, when I first uh, got from Shot Show. When I first got my 3D printer, I showed my wife the the STL file for the Swift Link, and I was like, "We need about a dozen of these." And she was like, "Oh, is that one of those COVID, COVID things that opens door handles for you?" I said, "Yes, <laughs> yeah. baby, it yes. is <laughs> exactly yes. what it is." <laughs> uh, it's a cell phone stand, clearly. I'm sure, obviously. Um, what's the yeah. other one? It's a uh, it's a coat hanger. Yeah, it's a coat hanger. Coat hanger. Yeah, that guy yeah. also got busted by the ATF. Yeah. Yes, he did. <laughs> I know people that got wrapped up in that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we I, we know a couple actually who are currently in federal prison over that. Uh, it's so, uh, not going to get any better, guys. No. They're going to come for us not. one at a time. I hope I hope it doesn't yeah. get better. I really hope it doesn't get I hate it. <laughs> I hate that it's heading that direction. I hate that it's heading that direction. But the worse it gets, the more people push back. Well, and I, that's... I'm with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's, that's what we're seeing in Canada right now with the trucker protests uh, is that it got so bad that they were like, oh, I'm done with that shit. I saw I saw well, an article today. Did you hear about, a fuckhead uh, from Canada came to the U.S. to Tr- escape Trudeau? the truckers? Yeah, Trudeau yeah. escaped to the U.S. Uh-huh. He's running. Tell me, what kind of world leader is it that uh, runs away from their country when the citizens push back? Well, they, Generally, they, is it well, leaders they, they, of free countries? They say he's here, or... but he's wearing a disguise. He's got his black face on. Just as an Indian man, <laughs> I saw actually. I saw a uh, no, a, I am not Justin Trudeau. I do not know who this man is you speak of. Somebody had shake your head more, right? Somebody had named a, uh, an overhead an overpass uh signboard that said uh searching uh in search of Justin Trudeau, maybe wearing blackface, but six. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I saw a, a post earlier about uh, Australia, uh, truckers in Australia yep. uh, being uh, also inspired, Denmark. Being, being inspired and Germany by the, by the Canadian truckers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Germany's it's... got tractors and all kinds of crazy shit in oh, line, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Denmark, Denmark was doing it. Um, if I remember correctly, I saw Italy started doing it. Um, <laughs> France is starting <laughs> to pick back up on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shower <laughs> with Liz Warren. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> He's oh. one twenty-four hundredth of a refugee now. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So before we get too far into this, um, tell people who you are. Tell, tell about your company also, because that'll uh, that'll play into some of the articles we cover today. Yeah, no, no, I'm super excited to hear about the articles here. Kind of get your take on what's going on, because since I left the podcasting world, Uh it's been like me and this many close friends. And uh, we're like, hey, did you hear the news? 
yeah, some of it's bullshit. I don't really want to put the time and effort into figuring it out. So I'm going to grow veggies and then do some hand loads. <laughs> and I mean, I mean, that's honestly, that's been it. But uh, yeah, I used to have a podcast, had an awesome co-host, um, did it for fun, education, networking, all this stuff. And uh, just <clears throat> it was taking too much time away from the family and my work that I had to be doing to move forward. So decided to kill it, uh, kind of stayed underground for like a year and a half and mm -hmm. just thought, you know what, retail, e-commerce and all that stuff, it's, I wouldn't say it's easier, but it's not as time consuming as having obsessive compulsive disorder, trying to edit a 90 minute podcast. So I'm, I'm going to go that way instead because I'm getting into 3d printing. I'm getting into all, all the cool spooky gun stuff. And I really think there's a market here because I love the guys that are making rails and making things for our community. Um, but I see something they're not doing and that's here. I've already made that network and those connections. I, I can talk. I've been in sales for half of my adult career. I know how to do that. So I can make those files are open source. Let's uh, grab a couple of, cornerstone products that I can make and, you know, run with uh, reselling common parts because that's where the 3D printed market is going, right? Liberator was cool. Mm -hmm. It did a thing. It did it well. Not really practical. Not as practical as a Glock 17 or that Scorpion Evo that you can print. That thing's badass. But the yeah, F so... The FGC is... FGC is sweet. It's yeah, really I've... Legendary. Man, a, a dude I went to high school with on Instagram, haven't spoke to him in eight years, and uh, he's into 3D printing. He posted some pictures the other day, range time, so I, I sent him a text, obviously. Hey, man, haven't seen you in a while, but I noticed you're into printing. You're also into printing guns. Are you into printing guns? He said, maybe. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm not a fed. Obviously, you you know I'm starting a new business. He was like, "All right, I'm just kidding. Here's all the pictures of my FGC nine." And I was like, "Dude, I didn't even know." He's like, "Yeah, I'm totally one of you. Fucking don't say anything." Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. But yeah, yeah, the whole the whole idea is to be like, I love Avis. I love Riptide. I love these guys that are making rails. They were the first. They did it right. So people like me and other you know retailers can actually step out and take more risk with larger business and stuff like that. Uh, appreciate the shit out of those guys, but that's exactly what I want to do. I want to be the one-stop shop for you to, you know, just drop 700 bucks to print whatever you want to, because most of these things, the, the only printed part is a frame, especially for Glocks. And right. that's where, that's where my focus is right now because but honestly, I'm starting. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm starting from, you know, the ground up with my own money and a little bit of debt and, you know, just running from there. So we're going to run through Glock products. And then when uh, I don't probably won't take a profit for three or four years, obviously, when the capital gets there, start putting that into production of other things like uh, Mac parts or you know, something like that. But yeah, I mean, the whole goal is to have all the parts for what you want to 3D print 
And oh, by the way, here's here's the file. It's free everywhere. I'll I'll give you a link to yeah. it. You go do your thing. It's super fun. We all love yeah. it. I'm looking at the site right now, and it's a full size Glock lower parts kit Gen three for fifty five bucks. Are you kidding? That's yep. about what I paid for mine. Yeah. Yep. Buy rails for thirty seven. Mm-hmm. Shit. 17 and 19, both Gen 3, yeah. And here's the thing, right now... get me in trouble. I was going to say, we might have to talk a little more offline because I'm waiting for my (laughs) Ender 3 to show up. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Right now, I've got the rails and the parts Mm -hmm. kits for the 19 and the 17 both in stock. So you you, you can grab them. You could have your lower done. In stock is the key word there. I don't have locking blocks. I'm working on that. Oh. But uh, it's a good looking site. I mean, you got a lot of a lot of product on there and good price on the magazines too. God, I, I hate try. California. I hate living in California. Jason, <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. You need to get a mill, Schaller. You need a mill. You know, it's funny you talk about that because, um, like, say I don't know, Ghost Gunner. Because we we yes, uh, I listened to a <laughs> fantastic interview earlier with um, Cody Wilson. Uh, you was know, on Cody Malice's Wilson. show? Yeah, with Michael Malice. Oh yeah, I love that one, man. That was such a good episode, and uh, I didn't. I have not watched that one yet. Uh, yeah, one of the things that Cody talked about was the uh, the new new series of uh, uh the new sorry new new edition of the Ghost Gunner, which has the ability to mill <clears throat> out a zero percent lower. Mm-hmm. Block of aluminum, what, turn it in. What have a, we been saying? What have we been saying about that yeah, for that's, a couple of yep, years now yep, on that, this show? That's telling the, you what, yeah, happen. that is one of the things we're talking about. Like, if they banned 80%, right? Market respond making 70s. Yep, well, right? here, he, here's the thing Cody, ever since he came out with a ghost gunner, has said that's what he's wanted to do. And with lines mm-hmm. of code that he can write and not necessarily make readily available for the customers or whatever, but he could write, he could absolutely do 0%. He could do it, I think, almost the whole time that Ghost Gunner has been a thing, just because it's code, right? But now, it's brilliant on his part. He was like, all right, the timing's right. Let's wrap some marketing around this. You don't don't like 80% lowers? Is that scared? Fuck it. Here's zero. This is what Mm -hmm. we can do. You can't stop me. And I love it. Yeah. If you ban... If you ban this, right, eighty percent lower. Yeah. Ban that, which is already just a chunk of aluminum. There's no oh, yeah. spot for the trigger, no nothing. Yeah. You ban this. Well, we'll just make this a solid block of aluminum, and it's not like it's hard to come up with the CNC uh, right. controls to make a mill run all the way down the length of that and do. It's just the more whole code. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just more lines of code. It's going to take five and a half more hours of, you know, cut and metal, but that's cool, three, dude. I've got ADHD. Hours. I'll sit three there and stare at it and watch it. Three hours. Three hours is what he said. For a zero? For a zero. They said three hours. Said it Damn. walk away. Yeah. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's, it's freaking sweet because it, it means that you can just chunk aluminum, thunk, close the lid, hit on, walk away. Dang. By the time you cut stop home on your lunch break, it's already done. Dude, my 3D printer takes like 28 hours. hours. <laughs> yep. And that's assuming that it doesn't have some sort of catastrophic failure where you wind up sure, with yeah. a giant pile of spaghetti yeah. sadness. Um, 
<laughs> the four, <laughs> sitting there. The Forbes yep. article called him uh, uh, open an open source terrorist. <laughs> like mm. I, I want, I want that as a patch. I mean, yeah. if, if I had to pick from like varieties of terrorists, like, like choose your character in an RPG, mm. right? This guy sounds like a <laughs> fucking healer. What are you talking about? Yeah, an open, <laughs> open source. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, this, according to the Forbes article, this is this isn't the article I, I picked, but it's the Forbes article, and it says that. Uh, uh, as the film crew shines a spotlight on him to record a demonstration of his new 0% desktop software, a vast library contains 11,000 books, films, and 3D printable gun blueprints appears uh, from the blackness behind him. His new software is capable of turning a raw block of aluminum into a receiver for an AR-15 assault rifle in just three hours. Hey, Andrew, you remember that gigantic, like, 70-pound block of aluminum we found at Amish Walmart? I do. <laughs> I do remember that. I'm just saying. Hmm. Yes. Not for like, any particular reason. Not just... for any particular reason. It was like four and a half inches thick and <laughs> probably, yeah, Amish... I don't know, four feet long, about three feet wide, two Amish feet wide. Amish is, is like the greatest, greatest hidden gem I've ever seen where you walk in there and it's basically just tons of salvage stuff that the Amish have left over sitting there. So like... They have, I mean, there are anvils sitting there. There's stuff to build forges. There's mm. huge chunks of cast iron, steel. huge chunks of aluminum and hardenable steel. There's you all know sorts of you know what's going to happen. Out loud, for crying out loud, while we were out there that time, they had a server rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, for, what's, you know what's going to happen? A full <laughs> server rack, like a four post yeah. with the doors, everything. <laughs> You know what's what's, nice. what's gonna ha- what's gonna happen is you're gonna have a bunch of fucking neckbeard libertarians melting down their rockstar bang and and other energy drinks, the cans, into aluminum blocks, and turning them into AR lowers. I actually uh, have an idea. I've seen that Did done you... actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you got now that that's a lower grade of aluminum? It probably wouldn't yeah. work for a lower receiver. It, it will you, work. It won't be very. It won't last. Yeah, it won't last. Can, no. Can... Yeah. The the recoil is going to strip in threads out for sure. Yeah. But uh, do you guys have like a a pull apart or a pull your own part junkyard anywhere nearby? Uh, yeah. There's actually one about forty five minutes. Pick and pull. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The urethane bumpers on cars, when you pull those off, most of them have a hard aluminum bumper support yep. there. I know yep. I was a body man for years. Dude, you could probably get three receivers out of those, and they're like, what, 10 bucks? Yep. Yeah, roughly. Well, yeah, and you think about building your own crucible is cheap as shit. Like, it doesn't oh, yeah. actually take that much. A propane, it's propane, some tubing. You can mold the actual crucible out of concrete yourself in a hole in your backyard. Like, realistically, doing this is not impossible on your own with just a little bit of know-how. It's pretty damn simple. Like, anybody who watches a couple of seasons of Forged in Fire can figure out how the hell to do this. Yeah, melting point of of aluminum is 1,200 degrees. Oh, yeah, it's not much. Off topic, I wanted to let you know. It's currently 1717 with 626 left. Yes, yeah, I have it. I have it here on my phone. I know. Okay, I'm just uh, you, my... you look nervous. You know, you know what's funny. You know what's funny about it, as I just mentioned to earlier tonight. I said, you know what's in, has been interesting is that every one of the games for the AFC has been landslides, and every game for the NFC has been a nail biter. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. through the I don't whole know the, the 
AFC title game today was phenomenal. So, but uh, I got I got to read this 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 uh this quote from he says uh it's from Cody he says uh quote there's always going to be a mystical plutonic line where the component becomes more like a gun or more like a gun than not a gun and to regulate those inter inter interdeterminary steps of manufacturing in any series of level completely disrupts modern American manufacturing and the American system. They are literally trying to control the world, but as the zero percent zero percenter demonstrates, blocks of metal are also guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's well, that's what I mean, he's, as far as that trying goes, to force a piece of tubing that I can mm-hmm. get from my hard local hardware store can be a gun. Yeah, don't yeah. forget. I mean, there's there's a long tradition among uh, like the the Italian mob of using zip guns that are made with a spring, a nail, uh, and some you know forged piping. And that's it. It's just like galvanized steel piping with an end cap, a hole drilled in it. Mm-hmm. You got a spring and a 12 gauge slit. Yeah. And then just bang. And that's all it took. So if that's all that's going to take to make a gun, you, you cannot possibly stop that. That's the whole reason why the Supreme Court, the last time it went to the Supreme Court, said any gun law that would be against homemade firearms is entirely unenforceable at best and right. mm-hmm. in our opinion unconstitutional as well right. so it's yeah, already the, been ruled unconstitutional as it is that that's a standing mm-hmm. legal precedent from this yeah the, the new uh the new gun control thing that they're trying to push or the new uh regulations that the atf is trying to push would make any firearm component technically a firearm even slide rails right so just Which just is... having this so just just having a trigger yeah. Right? Just having a well, trigger sitting there on your table is technically a firearm. Which would, which would literally be the strictest gun laws on planet Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, conservatives are like, yeah, well, go to Europe if you don't like guns. Well, dude, no. If I, if been, I go to Europe... You've been to Poland? If I go to Europe, I'm going to Czech Republic. You can drive tanks in Poland, bro. If, if I go to Europe right now, I can buy one of these, right? Yeah. They'll serped out. An AK mill served out that was, and it's not the shitty auto. American version. Yeah. Well, but I can buy a Russian produced one that was full automatic and just has a semi auto trigger pack in it, and that is no longer yeah. considered a machine gun. I can buy yeah, one of these. Go, you can in get Sweden Yugoslo- right now. Mm-hmm. You, can you, can go to, you can go to the Czech Republic right now and buy a full auto one off the shelf, and they will encourage you to buy a suppressor for it. Yeah. I, I, I think because you're looking at it all wrong, gentlemen. Do you it's, know it's how it's many block rigs are going to be available in Ukraine here in a little while? Yeah. <laughs> Plane <laughs> ticket, bro. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying you can get you can get Yugoslavian mags by the case. Oh God, yeah. You know, oh, I heard yeah. God. I heard that's... tell that there's been some nice oh. garage sales in Afghanistan recently. Uh... Yeah, we made all the jokes about that shit. My veteran <laughs> friends did not appreciate it, by the way. <laughs> Well, they had they had a lot of you know slightly used gear laying around. Well, and then oh, and then yeah. you had Jen Jen Psaki the other day said that uh, when that reporter asked her about you know whether or not pulling uh, Americans out of the Ukraine was going to uh, be the kind of disaster that Afghanistan was, and she said, "Well, calling the pullout of Afghanistan a disaster is just Russian propaganda." They're still I'm doing sure. it. Oh my god, the Russians, sure. girls! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're still on that. That everything's Russian propaganda that's against these guys. Yeah, well, it's, well here's the disaster. It only cost you know. 20 lives when you 
factor right. in the the Americans plus the civilians that were intentionally droned by the U.S. government, and then not to mention the base jumpers. Mention, yeah, not to mention the base jumpers and the the billions of dollars in lost heart lost assets that were left behind, nice. plus the hundreds to thousands of Americans left behind, and the 19 million women that More, are sex slavery. You're just a Russian troll, sir. <laughs> Would you like me to put on my Adidas and do a squat? I would happily do so. More, more, more Afghan Afghan war vets committed suicide than died in combat in Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's how the government, that's how our government does war. Mm -hmm. Dude, when I, when I got back, you know, and I was in both Afghanistan and Iraq, but when I got back, like, man, I crawled into a bottle and thought about, you know, putting a fucking gun in my mouth more than once like we all sure. do it happens to yeah. all of us so yeah that doesn't surprise me at all it's everybody's got Bru- this like, distorted view of it that like somehow combat is everybody's dying all because they watch all these war movies and they're like everybody's dying mm-hmm. all over the place no most people just kind of get wounded. Now, throw out um throw out throw out your your credentials real quick for kyle since, um, you, since you guys don't know each other oh yeah so uh i i went into the army as uh i went in um as light infantry as a ranger for a while wound up uh third group um got out of that wound up contracting for another governmental agency for a few years and yep. then got out of that and then came home and been doing kind of jack shit and trying to keep my when were you ranger and, uh that would have been from 05 to 08 five uh i had a buddy graham that was over there uh Oh, two to about that time. Skinny little fuck named Graham Alstrom. You know him? Not offhand. The last name sounds really familiar. Do you know? Was he what? Uh, what company he was in? You know, I did, but that was like twelve years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. I did. He, he he was my little buddy when I lived in Nashville, man. And a great dude. And uh, I that was the first time I had saw what legit PTSD was because we bartended together and you know, if it, if it was a good late shift or whatever, we were drinking afterwards, I'd go crash at his apartment. We, you know, just hang constantly. And he was a great dude. That was my first introduction to good veteran dudes. And I'd say not often, maybe 2% of the time, like once every six months or something, I just, see him on the couch throwing kitchen knives at his bedroom door with a thousand yard stare. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that sounds, that sounds familiar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah there was, there was one guy that, that we worked with that was, um, he was, uh, uh, had been, he was reserve. I forget what unit he was, but he was a uh, platoon sergeant for this reserve unit that we were with at a fob and like you had to wake him up with a stick from the door because he'd been deployed like six times by then and like stop loss like every single time and like just constantly in the shit and so like he slept with an m4 a loaded m4 with a round in the 203 that's underslung next to him and like you (laughs) you had to wake him up with a stick to be sure or use the radio because he always had his radio on and like uh, just squawk him on the radio real quick and he'd wake up and like grab the gun and be like whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah See, I, I can't i can't and no offense but i i can't imagine being a young man thinking i'm gonna go do 
real good honorable things and then sticking with people who condition the rest of my life to behave that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see, I, I see where the stress and the struggle comes from, but my God, I, I, I can't, I can't understand that perspective, man. It's absolutely terrible. Yeah. It's real fun. Let me tell you. <laughs> that doesn't sound like fun at all. You got a fucked it's, up definition. It's of fun. just great. <laughs> and people, pe- people today are like, "Oh my god, my narcissist's father is so bad. We don't talk to him anymore. Thanksgiving was terrible." Yeah, he said he said mean things on Twitter. We should cancel right. him and get him fired yeah. and fucked up his whole yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big disconnect, man. And Jason and I were talking about this before the show. And we kind of like in unison said, yeah, it's a good thing. Like everybody's getting so divided and they're fighting over things that don't matter. And that means that our enemies distracted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they, uh, yeah. they lose holes and then things like the zero percenter come out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, no, but, um, Ah, let's see. Uh, the new 100-page administrative rule issued by the ATF, which was published in the Federal Registry May 20, May 2021 for public review, will change the definition of a firearm to encompass, quote, weapon parts, kits designed to or which may readily be assembled, completed, converted, or restored. If adopted, it would mean that the federal government will require gun parts kits sold online to bear their same serial numbers as fully as fully manufactured firearms which could put most of the companies in the space out of business because customers don't want to deal with the bureaucratic hurdles of registering their parts. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and again, the, so in the United States, right, the... Hold on, hold on. Okay, uh, Wilson says that the defense distributor is the only DIY gun company pivoting in the face of the upcoming rule, so its real impact will be to drive his competitors off the market. Biden is, quote, giving us the nation's premier ghost gun company... A monopoly on the market. Yep. Sure is. <laughs> well, there's don't forget, I mean, even even predating, even predating Cody Wilson and, and the ghost gunner, you had PA Ludi right in his expedient homemade firearms book, which is available for free online. Don't try oh, to yeah, buy an original copy. I purchased one. Uh it cost me $120. So yeah. Uh, they are not yeah. cheap if you find yeah, a printed you, one. You will not find that on Amazon. I'm just putting um, that out there. That's yeah, it's it was really hard for me to get my hands on one. It cost me a small fortune to buy it from a uh, used bookseller. Try Tor and Bitcoin. Yeah, just just get a get the free version. It's out there, I assure you. But that's all about using sheet metal and standard parts. There's uh, a design that's been out there for probably about 35, 40 years for a stamped home stamped sheet metal semi automatic Mm -hmm. pistol in 25 auto. Oh, fully no, automatic been grease gun's been out there longer than that, man. You can make that well, in a machine shop. Well, yeah, and they're easy. Well, grease gun's yeah. easy as hell. It was intentionally easy as hell. Yeah, I it's mean, like an old, it's like an old stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you don't you don't even need, you know, like a mill or a shop or anything of that sort in order to make it, no. you know, a slam fire. Oh yeah. There's um there was a company, and I wish I could remember the name of it offhand. I can't. Um, that uh, was founded by a guy who had run um, a he was a he was like a general um, who had been stuck in the Philippines uh, during the retreat in World War II, and he'd worked with the Filipino guerrillas, and they'd invented these shotguns, these homemade shotguns. And when he came back to the U.S. in like the fifties, sixties, 
he actually started a company where they were mass manufacturing replicas of the Filipino shot like rebel shotguns and when you look nice. at them you realize that it's like just a block of wood with a pipe on it mm. and it's, that's all it is yep. <laughs> and that was yeah and it's just a slam fire you pull back and it goes uh -huh. bang and then you pull yeah. that front off drop the shell new one in and pull it back and then bang and it goes again and that's all well, there if is it works it. it ain't stupid right yeah that's, well, right. that's well, all there was to it uh uh the, our boy dimitri karis um down in southern california they had they had a gun buyback and and they went out and made like four or five, you know, Home Depot slam fires. I saw that. For, I saw that. Like, yeah. like, 50, <laughs> like 50 or 60 bucks and walked away with like four or five, $250 Walmart cards, Walmart yeah. gift cards, and it, you know, I've seen, I've seen people 3d printing with mind you 10% infill. 10% fill. Some, yeah. Some yep. cheap AR lower. And they're like, Hey, technically yeah. you guys tell me this is a firearm. And they, they bring them like six of them. And they're like, all right, fuck off and take your camera away. We'll get a little, let you slide with it. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? Firearm. What is it like? Like $2, $2 and 85 cents to make a, you know, it's and, nothing. And fill and fill to nothing. make, make up, make a hundred percent, hundred percent fill AR lower. Mm -hmm. Right. So you're looking at like 45, 50 cents in order to make a 10%. So. Oh Yeah. Well, it, it takes about, I'd say it takes between somewhere in a third and a half of a kilogram, the standard rolls a kilogram. And uh, you're looking at about uh, 20 to 30 bucks for a roll. So yeah, man, if, if you can knock these things off for 10 and 15 bucks a piece and then go screw the fucking government, some police department somewhere, New Orleans, perfect example. My brother-in-law lives there. I told him, I was like, look, dude, your girlfriend works with 3D printers. All right. You could do this on the company's dime and make about <laughs> 600 bucks in an afternoon. He's like, I don't know, man. It sounds risky. And I was like, pussy, you should do it. <laughs> what are they going to do? It's an amnesty thing. They officially I know, right? have yeah. amnesty for anyone who brings them. Yeah. There you go. That's Myanmar. Myanmar. Burmese. Yeah. Jay Stark's the homie. That's a resistance fire using a fully 3D printed FGC nine. FGC nine yeah. stands for gun control nine millimeter, by the way. Yep. Or fuck yep. gun control. Uh, may uh that's may the one. Jay Stark rest in peace. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> I, I, I tell you what, man, of, of all the uh, <laughs> yeah. Of all the homies, he I think he's the one with the legacy, man. I really do. Well, yeah, there's there's yeah. paintings, there's I mean stuff yeah. dedicated to him. Um somebody told oh, yeah. me somebody told me I, I haven't actually seen it. Um somebody told me that the Burmese rebels do in fact have one a copy of one of those paintings, like a poster of him. Oh man. Um that the Burmese rebels do because they're using so many FGC nines and they like credit him with the reason they're able to fight. <laughs> uh which is if if true, hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Yeah. That's... It's a, a, a bunch of poverty-stricken Burmese rebels. It's like, this white dude in Germany, he's our new St. Patrick. He's going to help us drive out all these fucking snakes. <laughs> well, I mean, and, and it's not like, you know, since since Burma became Myanmar, it's not like it's been exactly the world's most stable or free country. That's oh, no, no. been just nasty ever oh. since. So, you know, once the British pulled out of it, and I hate to say that, but once the British pulled out of it, it just oh, collapsed yeah. in on itself. Well, it, it, it left a vacuum and no infrastructure. What do you think is going to happen? No. Right. Yeah. That's what states do, man. 
No. Fuck the toys. Speaking of that, today's the uh, 50th anniversary of uh, Bloody Monday. Cilantro. Bloody Sunday. Or Bloody Sunday, sorry. Yep, Bloody Sunday, for which no one has ever been actually punished. They <sighs> began Nobody... a couple of trials a few years ago on geriatric, you know, pensioner uh, right. British soldiers who were there. And then, oh, sorry, he's in bad health. I guess we're just going to have to uh gonna have to postpone the trial and then they die and then oh sorry he's dead no point in a trial now no one's ever gonna see any actual punishment for the murder of dozens of civilians no 20 26 people shot 13 died at the scene one died a few months later um well most most, of them weren't even a threat right no, they were unarmed. It was an unarmed protest at some was, point. Right. Where the British it was soldiers un- jumps on a. They, it was it was an unarmed protest against Jesus uh, internment without conviction. Yep. So the response was to kill them because that's the way the British treat us. That's the way they've always treated us. Yep. Um, most of them, most of them, a lot of them were shot in the back, and others were actually shot trying to help the wounded. They, yeah, they actually, um, at one point, one of the soldiers, and I forget his name, I used to know it off the top of my head because I was hammered in me when I was a kid. Um, he uh, jumped onto like a front end loader and used the the big scoop thing, you know, the big metal hardened steel scoop thing on the front of it as cover for soldiers to walk forward firing from behind at the unarmed civilians. Jesus. Like that's. Because that's that's how the because that's how the British have always treated us. That's how they're always going to treat us. That's the okay. way they look at us. Well, I mean, to you know. to be fair, that's how they, and or unfair probably. That's how they treated everybody. They didn't do too well in India. Yeah. They uh, yeah. they they got caught slipping once over here, but eh, I don't. I, I think that whole empire status thing. It's it sucks that it's in like you in a NATO now and it's the bad guys, England versus the bad guys since the Wilson administration here. It's, it's an entire God. If I could think of the word, something that rhymes with world order, it's awful. (laughs) And we're, I mean, we're just individuals with 3d printers that are like, you know, I, I'm a doomer millennial. Oh, the world's gone to shit. Better 3d print some cool stuff and make memes. And Hey, never mind this mannequin and full kid. He's totally not packed with 28 pounds of Tannerite, bro. Come the fuck on in. I, see, I prefer my, my, I've dubbed them Tannerin Tin Tins. Tannerin oh, yeah. So they're, yeah, they're, they're the, the dog, the stuffed like dog stuffed with Tannerite. Yep. Yeah. I've been, I've been calling them. I, I came up with the term. I was like, they're Tanner, Tannerin Tin Tin. Ha ha ha. Yes. So. Man, I, I, <laughs> I made the joke the other day, and I don't feel bad often, but we were drinking. I was talking to the wife. I said, you know what we ought to do? We ought to shoot a couple of the local cops' dogs, take them to a taxidermy, right, and just pack them full of Tannerite. <laughs> <laughs> just wait for them to be like, like oh, God, dog, bam, boop. Like, I didn't get the whole sales pitch out, but I think those are the key points that I hit. And she was like, it's ironic poetic maybe if you were sober i get it but dude that's a little far <laughs> <laughs> well see my thought on i went a step further no i want a step further no. with andrew's idea i wanted a uh, a motion activated barking collar so when somebody would walk in front of it it would start barking mm-hmm. so that way <laughs> when they came in it starts barking oh my god bang boom <laughs> yeah 
that's but a good I mean, way to get them to run through mags before you step around the corner. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, you know, that's the thing too. Is that it, it, well, it's a war you know, of attrition. Are, well, yeah, those are those are IEDs, right? And that's the other thing is like in Iraq, we constantly in Afghanistan we're encountering IEDs. Yeah, nobody's coming for your guns as as, uh, as the Waco burns Mount Carmel the burns to the ground. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Don't forget that if you have guns and they decide they don't like you, that they will burn your children alive and then pose with their smoldering corpses oh, yeah. in the ashes. Yeah. Um, but you know the the in Afghanistan, Iraq, we encountered all of these weird homemade explosives that they would come up with made out of anything that they could figure out they could make go sure. bang and they would use anything they could i mean even in this american civil war when the union started getting low and and the confederacy started getting low on uh stuff for canister shot they would just grab handfuls of bolts and things and then shove them in packets and put those down the barrel in front of and they did by powder the, they, they didn't even gravel? have yeah. a hell of a lot of powder. Sometimes they go to the mines and this is before good refined dynamite. They just grab oh. jars of nitro and they're like, maybe it won't blow up when we're running back to the line with it. I don't know, but it'll explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. And I, I don't know if I ever told you this, Jason, you know, I've driven a truck for a long time, right? Yes. I worked for a little while for a well-known, we won't name them explosives company. And I basically oh. drove a five-axle truck, a five-axle tanker, and pumped that magic, magic goo into the ground for, like, rock quarries and coal mines and stuff like that. The first week of orientation, I've never took notes this meticulous in my life, son. It was insane. <laughs> They're just like, oh, hey, so you're a new driver. You need to know the exact ratios for these mixtures and i said yes sir i do stick me in front of this fucking ab club tv right here <laughs> yeah that's, so I've, that's I've, a... I've, I've got an intimate relationship with that and also they were audited twice a year on schedule by the atf and i deal as an ffl with the atf every now and again so yeah i'm kind of like on that <clears throat> i've got two dogs and three kids that i really really love and atf's got my home address <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. so I'm in that special tier that Ben put in that little book that you like to read all the time. Yeah, that's the entire yeah. reason why I said fuck it to a SOT too, was because mm -hmm. I, I I realized after I'd had it for a little while, like, oh, the ATF can show up at my house anytime they want. Sure. They don't need a warrant. They oh, can yeah. search mm -hmm. my entire house top to bottom at will, and there's nothing I can do about it because yeah. I have a SOT too. Yep. yep, right there, the ATF red and coat. Yeah. And when when I was doing my interview and man, I've never felt dirtier than the day I opened my front door and let an ATF agent sit at my kitchen table. But There's, that's what uh, uh, Magnus Panvidia, uh we had him on and we talked to him about it. And uh, he said a few times that that uh, when agents come by him, uh, they leave a smell. He says every time every time they come by, there, there's a smell. It's like the the cheap cologne smell. Dracar. Oh, I think I've heard man. him talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Dracar. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's Dracar Noir. I'm telling you right now, I used to work with a lot of feds. It's Dracar Noir. And so, <laughs> it's what they're issued from the academy. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure if you're a sleazeball, it's standard issue. Like they take you in a back room and they're like, okay, here's your industrial sized bottle of Dracar Noir to soak no, 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 yourself no. with. In you daily. know the garden sprayers? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just got it. They got it in the freeze bottle, and they just. I guarantee all those glowies showing up to all these protests that they they probably reek like it. You can sniff them out of a crowd. Like just look for the Drakkar, and well, that's you probably the, one of them. Did you see the video earlier about the the one glowy that they called out in Canada? Mm-mm. Yeah, the the guy with the, the, the guy rebel with, battle yeah, flag, he had a, a Confederate flag with a truck on it, with a semi on eighteen wheeler, and he was trying to instigate the crowd into into a frenzy. And everyone's like, he's a fat, he's a fat. And he ends up yeah. like walking away with his head down with the flag. Like, oh, yeah, and just like, <laughs> yeah. And walk of shame trying to get out well, of the crowd. The, there's the one uh, video just came out from the, the protest in DC where like four guys dressed like Proud Boys show up and they're even walking together like feds like they walk like feds there's a walk Mm -hmm. to them Mm -hmm. in this group and you can hear the ones say don't group together don't group together on the video and then they spread out like you're glowing so radioactively (laughs) i need more only feds memes in my life yeah (laughs) every every time it happens every single time if you'll give those to me i swear to god they're going on the business facebook page they're going on instagram feed them to you gotta gotta get you gotta you gotta get back on twitter man they're everywhere yeah they're everywhere over there i need to i need to yeah don't get me wrong twitter's a cesspit but they all are it's it's kind of digital tatooine it's uh <laughs> you will never find sense, a more yeah. wretched hive of scum and villainy scum and villainy uh, for sure yeah that's uh that's definitely twitter but yeah. at the same time you know it's you gotta well, gather I mean, where the... else are you gonna where else are you gonna go to find swingers and james gunn i don't know yeah it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's gotta be twitter yeah. you gotta My... gather the weaponized audits you got gunfire right? outside again jason or what yeah my neighbors are getting spicy no. <laughs> don't aren't those like paper thin walls yeah i have i have real thin walls no this is this is a few houses up i can hear it well, that's that impossible like you're in california yeah they don't allow guns <laughs> they in don't california. california there's no way I'm, anyone has. I'm, no. I'm in i'm in the ghetto in california there's a, there's a huge <laughs> difference between california and the ghetto of california it's impossible <laughs> for the market to find a way jason yeah if we ban things go if we ban things you can't have them that's how we got rid of drugs that's right sure so. yeah. <laughs> and alcohol <laughs> oh, that's a cutie you know i can pick. drink right through this thing i should <laughs> i mean i wouldn't that's probably gross <laughs> it's clean <laughs> yeah. it works it works we had to uh we had to start wearing masks again at work and uh so i got my the um net gator i'm still under a mask mandate, 79. oh nice yeah the the net gator that big boogie 79 sent me it's the nice. the big igloo with the yep. nice stripe of the hawaiian on it and stuff and i i've been nice. wearing that since i have to wear a mask at work. well tomorrow when i show up to work to get because uh you know as you guys are aware i shaved uh unfortunately uh i get fitted for an n95 tomorrow at work and uh when i walk in i have my mask that i got from grunt style that says uh this mask is as useless as the governor i got one of those too i'm gonna wear that into the room when i go to get fitted for my n95 Mm. (laughs) and then i'm I'm gonna say it just as just as i see it i'm here for my muzzle fitting 
<laughs> hey, I, I, I feel you, man. Back in the day, I got two levels of uh, rad worker certifications, mm. and they wouldn't let us have anything. For, for nine months, they're like, yeah, you could have a, a cop mustache if you want to, but you have to make a perfect seal because we had the full face, yep. everything. Yeah, it was, yeah, see, it, I it just, was serious. I work man. in IT. I'm not even around. Oh, what the fuck? But I still have to go through all of this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, if you need an N95 mask, I still have a few from when I had to clear all that black mold out of my old apartment. So. <laughs> oh, I have it here. <laughs> Once they get the official ones that they're going to be supplying me, I'm going to bring it home, and I'm going to figure out where it stop, where it sits on my face, and then I'm going to pork chop it around it. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> go ahead, see okay. Go ahead right now, see how it fits, and you can like line it out. Like we'll wait, you can do it. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> you, you good? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Oh, that would just be that would that would, yeah, that would be fantastic. I'm sorry, I've been staring. I've been staring at the gator the whole time, and I'm like, don't say anything, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Your brother's going through pain right now. Don't do it. <laughs> nah, it's all right. It's all right. My kids already gave me a bunch of shit today. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude, oh, I, I took a nick out of mine and had to tr trim everything way down. This is maybe a year ago, <laughs> and while everybody was doing quarantine cuts, and I can do this. While I'm not sober, no problem. And and I, I nicked it. And I, I kept the goatee, but I shaved all this. Yep. And hell, today it's even shorter than what I usually keep it. But my nine-year-old just blank stare. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do we have an uncle you haven't told me about? Who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Oh, my, uh, my my 13-year-old would never let me hear the end of it if I had to show oh, I was I was That's, honestly no expecting way. my baby because I have a 4-month-old. I was oh, yeah. expecting her to scream. Mm -hmm. And she didn't. She actually smiled and didn't think anything of it. Oh nice. My 8-year-old nice. though, I came down the stairs and she goes, "I hate it." Covered her eyes and ran in the other room. <laughs> Oh, just no chill at all. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely no yeah. filter. This is oh, yeah. terrible. <laughs> I thought she was gonna start crying. Oh, oh yeah. my god. Oh, Lindsay, we we get to actually. Gotta understand, we, it was down to you know here. He had a, he had a pretty yeah. legit one. Yeah. And yeah, now that you guys saw it in the pre-show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, at, at my house, we've got the full range. We've got a two, a nine, and a twenty-year-old. Plus his girlfriend. So no matter what I do, one of the three is going to have a reaction, something like that. I'm like, well, just which one do I want to please today? Yeah, I got yeah. I got a four month, an eight, a 14 and a 15. Nice. The 14 will be 15 in like a week. Fucking youngsters. And the 15 will be 16 in a month. Yeah. Dude, well, that's. It's folks like us that are procreating, man. I don't know. It seems like all of our problems have a solution. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't even give me the year youngster. Like my, I had to give. So for my, my, we just did my daughter's 13th birthday and like, I have a Wooby hoodie. I love my Wooby hoodie. It's amazing. It's flat tarn. Hey, I have a baby. Um, I have a baby Wooby. All right. For the, yeah. But she, she had complained. I really want a Wooby hoodie, dad. I really want a Wooby hoodie. And so I had to get her a, an adult large. Yeah. For yeah. the Wooby hoodie, which already 
hurt a bit and it fit her perfectly, which hurt more because she's almost <laughs> as tall as me already. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like, I am not happy about this at all. <laughs> and, but it's the worst part is that it, I had to get the, the British camo, the British, uh, the, de their desert striped camo. Cause it's all they had left, but she's now got her booby hoodie that she is extremely excited about. So but yeah, like adult, like really, yeah, kid. Say, like I remember when you were this you big. What the really hell is going on? Because I, I am not one hundred percent convinced. Tell him, Jason. I'm... Bro, <laughs> tell him, Jason. My daughter is going away with her boyfriend on a three-day vacation for her twenty-second birthday. Yeah, I mean that that hurts. That hurts. Mm. That hurts. Hey, I'm a great uncle. <sighs> yeah, it's true. Grandpa, grandpa here just had a baby. <laughs> I might, I might be a grandpa in nine months. I'm just putting that out there. I'll, I'll make sure I send you the same care package I gave my buddy when he became a grandpa. <laughs> pair of hedge trimmers for her boyfriend? <laughs> nope. So I gave oh. I gave my buddy a box that had tapioca pudding, prune juice, and sure, a fiber supplement, and two 3D printed ammo boxes oh. that said 45 AARP. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to when this first started. That's fucking cold, dude. Face, completely bald, and I'm gonna post it. I love it. <laughs> He's older than me by like two weeks. We'll send you, yeah. Jason. We'll send you some blue pills. It'll be okay. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> On another note, <laughs> how no, are you going to um, segue from that one, Jason? Uh, <laughs> no, I got another Cody Wilson quote. He said, uh, "It's not just that the U.S. politics are performative, but it's like somehow cringeworthy and connected to a pseudo reality that's further and further away from what is actually happening." These people will high five themselves, go like, "Well, we solved gun kits and gun crime in America, right?" <laughs> It's that's that's generally what they do. Sure, they have to. Yeah. There's cameras everywhere. Yeah, they they like. I mean, that's the thing is they 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 constantly do that where they'll like like when they pose with like oh look what we took off the streets and it's like a cult single action army <laughs> with like four incredibly corroded rounds and like everyone always comments like was you stop them from robbing a stagecoach? What do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. call Billy the Kid? Like what? <laughs> Settle down there, constantly. Wyatt Earp. Yeah, like yeah. that's the and and we make fun of them, but they constantly do that where they put this crap out there and then they'll pose and act like they've done something significant. And politicians, they do the same shit where they pass these bullshit laws that are going to do absolutely nothing, pat each other on the back like they've done something significant. Like it, they're, they're playing. The perfect analogy is they're playing pigeon chess. Yeah. yeah. No, no matter who wins, inevitably, eventually, it will knock over all the pieces of shit on the board and prance around like it won. Right. Yeah. Well, they have to. That's how they get reelected. That's how they get funding. That's that. That's how they get everything. And it's not different than anything else. I mean, you look at public schools. They'll be like, yay, new policy. It's so great. This is what all your money went for. Totally not being wasted. Trust me, this is a good thing. And they did the same thing with energy. 
They do the same thing with defense. I don't know if you were around when they hung the big mission accomplished banner, like that was supposed to fucking mm-hmm. mean anything. Yep. It's it's the <laughs> same thing. It's it's false advertising, man. I follow I follow the guy that threw the shoe on Twitter. <laughs> I love I love that somebody somebody posted like I love I the fact the guy, that he has a following. Yeah, somebody posted the other day on Twitter. They said, Well, I hope that the guy who threw a shoe at uh at george w bush is doing okay and he actually replied he he responded yeah he replied i'm doing fine thanks yeah i'm doing fine and (laughs) then he posted a video about uh he he was like coming home from work and his kids ran out and and met him and he was smiling with his kids and he's like it's a beautiful day you know it's like that dude's winning life right now oh yeah he is they tortured him they tortured him for like four or five years sure yeah no for a while yeah, so uh, but if I mean, you, there are if people out there that will do a lot for the lulls, dude. Just yeah, say if you ever yeah, you ever right. want to get a laugh too, you watch it and you watch Bush's reaction. He's like, oh, 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 oh. like I'm a ninja. Yeah. I'm like it's that awful. Neo guy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I do have to admit yeah, I do have to admit that when that car backfired. For at uh, the press conference that Reagan was doing, or the address Reagan was doing, and he stopped mid sentence and went, "Missed me." Yeah, that oh, was yeah, hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> Got to give him props. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a stone cold move. I remember that one. Hey, all I'm saying was that is before or after I... Hinkley Jr. That was after. Yeah. That was after Hinkley. Okay. That was after. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty, what made it that so is funny. Pretty boss. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. boss. Like he actually has yeah. been shot, and he's just like, <laughs> "Miss me, miss me." <laughs> hey, my relative only took one shot, and he got the job done. That's true. That's, Which uh, one? John, I don't know this story. <laughs> How are you related to John Wilkes Booth? He is. He is on my family tree. Yes. Well. And went uh, the she's not on tonight, but Derricka, her property is one of the properties that he ran across mm-hmm. uh, on his escape. There's a historical marker that they irritatingly put directly outside of her house. Oh yep. shit! So, huh. yeah, like it's they both that, have. I didn't know that one. To uh, full circles all over the place today. Yeah, tactical pistol solution is is the way that I like to put that. It's uh, like the <laughs> the bird, and you know when I miss uh, what the fuck. I, I, I miss one of the companies I used to work with uh, where um, they actually had a T-shirt that said uh, Aaron Burr Tactical Pistol Solutions on it and had a picture of Aaron Burr on it. And I still have the shirt. The company's now defunct, but uh, it was it was pretty awesome. You know, OK, so I, I got to address this real quick. You said uh, um, he said uh, uh, Big Shaw 70 said figured the segue would have been right into a stripper article. <laughs> Speaking of gun control and strippers, Washington, D.C. requires nude strippers to wear face masks. I saw that. <laughs> that'll that'll help. Yep. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I was young once, and I just wouldn't go if I couldn't see their face. Well, not, yeah, you don't that's, what I, that's what I was there for. Yeah, you were there to see their face. Yeah. I mean, that's why I go to strip clubs. Absolutely. To see their face. Nice conversation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. academic conversations. We can debate uh, quantitative sure. easing and, and uh, 
Oh, the buffets. <laughs> the buffets. That's what yeah, the buffet is the best reason. Quality. Quality look, man, there's, shrimp. There's, there's nothing like getting say, in. The seafood is nothing. There's nothing like it. Right. Well, there's nothing like getting in for half price on C-section Sunday and saying, I want the one with all of her teeth. The one with all the teeth? Yeah, that's the one I'll take. Half price, let's do Man, it. I have been, no, I have I, been to a middle-of-nowhere strip no, club on a I, Tuesday Jason's night. shaking his head. He's like, this has nothing to do. It's off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, there's, there's a story. This there's is normal there. for us, though. College, yeah. Chico, Chico, California, literally exists because of Chico State University, right? Mm-hmm. If, if the co- if the college disappeared, Chico would disappear. It's it's about two hours north of Sacramento. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's literally nothing around it. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you had the tacos? Strip, strip club, <laughs> strip clubs, and college towns when school uh-huh. is out. Oh hell you have yeah! To be, oh, you God. have to be a desperate motherfucker to go to a strip club off season. If you down. want, if you want though to bring a stripper home, and you're not me, if you want to bring a stripper home and you're not me, then that's when you go because it's guaranteed. Andrew, Andrew, yeah. Andrew said not me because he literally married a stripper. I, I did marry a stripper. You don't she get the, much more grunt than Andrew. She was the headliner at the strip club outside at, at a club relatively close to Fort Benning. And uh, yeah, so that happened. It's to be fair. I mean, I think I heard that when I met her. I think I heard that story. Uh, the, the Athens episode. When, when when old man was on and you were like, yeah, mm-hmm. I totally had this rad Camaro and now I got a stripper wife or some shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, that yep. sounds... That, yeah, that's, that's the same the Camaro in, that... Uh, that's the that most Ranger thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. I am the most infantry man in the world. So then, did did you also hear the story about how he that Camaro ended up being 6,000 pounds of speeding irony? Oh, the, he hit the eagle. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're not no. going to recover that. Yeah. No, we don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't need to go. We don't. Need, I, I, I don't believe that I could handle hearing that, hearing that again. You'd <laughs> be laughing too damn hard. You'd have a heart attack. I, oh, I because I'm old. I'm an absolute. Maybe I'm an absolute iconoclast, man. I, I find mm-hmm. every bit of that story hilarious. Mm-hmm. It's it just the whole the whole thing. It's like yeah, I love that. I love that we got to relive and get mm-hmm. to relive repeatedly one of the worst days of my entire life. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that's on that's on the uh, the Battle of Athens episode with uh, Magnus Pinvidia, Trashman, and Oldman. Uh, oh yeah, it's a really good was... episode. If you watch, if you go to YouTube and you find that episode and you watch it, Magnus mm-hmm. is glued. Magnus oh, yeah. is absolutely oh, yeah. glued. His eyes are big and he's grinning. <laughs> he's just he's laughing Which, so you know, hard. I want to go download a copy of that and actually clip that out and post right, it over yeah. on Rumble. By the way, I live like an hour and ten minutes from that. From Athens? Yeah, like those are my folks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, the, that's a good, the, that's um, a good story. That's like awesome yeah not only not only that but like not only is it awesome but like the comparisons between that time and this time are as we said were extremely similar you know politically and and kind of the um political cathedral you know the 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 big government things that they're doing it's it's an extremely 
similar time as it was back then. Well, yeah, and we're we're seeing if you pay attention to Twitter at all, there's a couple of our friends that have been complaining about their their libertarians who got elected one to mayor and one to a, a, a township auditor who mm-hmm. were being prevented actively from even swearing into their positions from the local Yeah, and the voter fraud yeah, they that's been allow. going crazy all the way across the country <laughs> yeah, recently. It's, it, we're, yeah, we're no, seeing this stuff again. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep, the good old boys club doesn't want to let people in because they've been doing so much shady shit for so long. They don't want yep. to get caught doing it and they're the doing machine. everything they can to avoid. Yeah. And it, and at this point, you know, and it's my, my girlfriend and I had that conversation the other day where she's like, well, I mean, in that situation, what do you do? And I'm like, well, you can go to the higher authorities. You can go to the state board of election oversight, blah, 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 and ask for help. But if they don't help you, eventually there's a point where no one's going to help you it's yeah. now time for to remember why the second amendment was written. And honestly, yep. that was way more effective, if effective back in their day than it is ours. So we got to get yep. fucking creative, dude. It's time yes. to time to start. If they want to ignore what yeah. the will, what your will is, it's time for you to ignore theirs. Okay. Squiggly well, gats for everybody. We, we, <laughs> we, we, <talked> <laughs> We've talked on this episode ad, or on this show ad nauseum that, you know, you've got the three boxes. Yeah. They keep, they keep taking more and more and more away from the first two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're leaving only one left. And that's why they're continuously pushing on this. That's yep. why yeah, they're well. continuously trying to push us into a, an environment where we don't have access to that one either. It's because they know people are getting desperate, and they know that that's what's coming. Yeah, you two are up around PA, right? What? Wisconsin. We're in no. Wisconsin. We're in Wisconsin. You're in Wisconsin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, I, I've been through there recently. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, we're in the home of Tony the Tyrant, as I like to call yes. him, our governor, mm. Tony Evers. <laughs> yeah, I'll trade you. Well, yeah, no, no, that's, no, that's, that's well, not, we're... no, that's, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Tony, um, Tony, the tyrant is an executive tyrant, but he's been smacked so many times in the courts. Well, that the, court oh, the state legislature has also given yeah. him a bunch of backhands and stuff, but he's, I, I did a, a meme a while back. I put his face on Tony, the tiger, and then he's got like a communist beret on and it says tyranny. It's great. <laughs> see, I've, now, seen, if, I've seen that see, get posted so much now if i did that to gavin newsom people would be like oh it's fantastic and they would pose it they would post it like it's a good thing mm-hmm. yeah yeah now, yeah they i was too. i was really hopeful for the the recall who said yeah. uh Me that too. that black dude that was running for republican larry elder uh, larry elder yeah I was I was pulling for him, man, and I I got to be honest, I haven't voted since Ralph Nader. I yeah, was yeah. pulling for for Larry though, for sure. Yeah, I made I I I admit to voting for Larry also. Yeah, I don't even know I, if I could vote with the last time Nader ran. Could I? When I was know. that? I could. I don't know. I don't think I could vote the last time Nader ran. <laughs> this for me, this was uh, two thousand. The last time mm. he ran was 04. Okay, been so 04 I could then, vote yeah. the last time that he ran. Unfortunately, yeah. I was an unrepentant neocon at the time. I actually, that the 04 election was the election that I was able to meet George W. Bush um, during. Mm. 
mm-hmm. was at that campaign trail. That's when my school was invited to go meet him. So and you well, kept the, your the only the time, time huh? There you go. <laughs> the only time I ever voted, my dad was on my back. I was like fresh out of high school or whatever. It wasn't 2000 because I was a senior. He was like, you're old enough. You have to go vote now. You have to do it because you have to. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. It'll get you off my back, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, and this is a great American tradition. You're not allowed to ask me who I voted for, right? He was like, well, we'll talk about it later. I was like, all right, cool. I'll go pull over. <laughs> I didn't vote for any local dudes. I didn't vote for shit. I found the president and I went, pothead. <laughs> and that was it. I went, I went home and I was like, I voted. Give me, give me some skin. High five right here. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm I'm almost old enough to run. It's 36, right? You got to be 36 to run for 35, 35, 35. Oh, so I'm old enough to I'm old enough to run for president. Maybe I should run the next time around. Like, vote for me. I'll leave you all the fuck alone and do absolutely nothing. Like, I will literally be on vacation Uh, at Camp David the entire presidency. And every every bill that comes across my desk, (laughs) I will veto it. Veto, veto, veto. Any (laughs) any appointments, uh, nothing. I'll just get a stamp that says veto that I can just keep. Oh, man, I fill every post, man. I'd put I'd put libertarians in every office. Yeah, nothing. Man, nothing man. Oh, are you kidding it. me? My... Cut everything. Cut everything. Vote for me and my vice president will be vermin supreme. 100 percent. Oh, God, please. That's that's the number one reason to vote against you. Oh my are you God, kidding me? No. no, throw him. No, no, throw vermin supreme in a completely powerless you know role where no. he just constantly no. can be on TV. And it will I got be it. hilarious. Vote for me I, and my vice president will be oh, Dave. Okay. 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 For for just <laughs> for shits and giggles, Vermin Supreme in charge of the border would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, but we're right. already missing something that's kind of in motion right now. I would trade all that and probably an appendage to have a Michael Malice press secretary. Yes. Oh, that's yeah, actively oh, like what the Mises caucus is trying to do <laughs> yeah, right that's, now. Oh, absolutely. are you kidding me? Joe Rogan would be on there. It would be yep. it would be glorious. Yep. Joe oh Rogan, my god, just no, the, no. Joe Rogan Joe, would be my press secretary. And no, Michael I don't know, man. Ma- no, 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 Michael, no. He's too soft. Rogan, Rogan's squishy, dude. He's squishy. Michael you Malice. Michael Malice yeah. is the most unassuming, yeah. just absolutely brutal troll you will yeah, ever follow on social media. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, ha- I'd have to have Michael Malice. You got to have Joe Rogan in charge of something ridiculous. Um, no, it would oh, be just like the Food and Drug Administration. Yeah, the FDA. Oh, that's what, that's what happened. Go. The FDA. Yeah, FDA. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're farming elk meat. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Alex, by the way, there is no schedule system anymore. Everybody's getting BMT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Alex, yeah. Alex you Jones, could, if you could, Alex if you Jones could force is my secretary of state. Vaccinations, you could force oh, Alex Jones is secretary of state. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I would be oh okay with that just because of everything that he would declassify. It would just be, yeah, that's absolutely. Fair. Yeah. yeah it, it, and yeah. that's the thing is it would just be glorious because it would just be this constant, endless stream of declassified documents. And then he'd constantly like, just no, no, you know what, Alex, you're going to the UN. You're going to speak before the UN. It's going to be great, buddy. <laughs> and <laughs> Take your person mask off, you fucking lizards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Quit making the frogs gay. Yeah, no one yeah. else is writing your speeches for you. 
you're writing your speeches and we're going oh, no, to you, start you're not live you're not even going to write them i just want you ad lib 100 percent of the time <laughs> <we>? just go. <laughs> yeah. see rogue and slip him some dmt before press you, oh my oh, god, god. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be fun that's this is the world libertarians of, uh, want yeah, that that supercut that uh, of Alex Jones on Joe Rogan, where he's like, "Are we dead?" And I don't know. Like it was fucking amazing. I'm kind of retarded. Yeah, I'm gonna be yeah. honest with you, kind of yeah. retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Which literally could be the motto for this program. I mean, <laughs> it could be. It's it without coming right out and saying it, it's worked for Rachel Maddow this far. True. Give it some mileage, man. Try it out. Remember, if if Jen Psaki can become a press secretary at the White House, you can do anything, kids. (laughs) Don't let anyone tell you you can't. If Joe Biden can win the presidency in the most fair and free election of our time. Yeah, even if you're special needs, you too can become president. (laughs) I wonder... I wonder if some... if Because there's a few of those Athens boys that are still around, right? Yeah, I, I don't so. know if there are any of them still alive. I think maybe there's one, but they were all, I mean, you know, probably I would in their ca- 20s. I would kind of hope that a couple of them were still around to see the election last time around and all the stuff that's happening. And they have that Marty McFly moment where they go, oh, I've seen this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love that that all of the all of the <laughs> write-in ballot initiatives and everything that the Dems spearheaded right before the election have all started just one oh, by yeah. one being declared unconstitutional, just right oh, down yeah. the line. That just happened in PA too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's funny that it was, no, it was a totally fair election, but we also have to pass all this voter reform so that we can prevent any any fraud in the next election. It's like, how- I mean, literally, um, there was an article in Time right after the election mm-hmm. Um where they literally said, "Yeah, we we lied, we cheated, we we, we stole things, we yeah, uh, sure. we defend defended democracy." With <laughs> just... with this, with Afghanistan, mm-hmm. with uh, God, I hate to put it this way the the weak military presentation that Biden's putting on, oh, with voter fraud and with a botched fake pandemic. Right now is the perfect time. You guys know, listener, mm-hmm. right now is the perfect time. I don't care. Red, blue, red, white, blue, conservative, liberal, libertarian. I don't care. Right now is the perfect time for you to grab your friends and say, yeah, um, a lot of this shit's fake, isn't it? Yes. You know what's not fake is uh, time preference logic, Hans Hermann Hoppe. What's not fake is Austrian economics, Ludwig von Mises. What's also not fake is the fucking 4,738 university books that Murray Rothbard wrote. It's We are prompt. People will say, catch disaffected folks right after the election because, oh, my God, there was crying so hard that Hillary didn't do anything. And that's when you scoop up the left wing. Same thing for Trump. Scoop up the right wing. Dude, right now is an eyes wide the fuck open moment. 
And it's not the time for I told you so. This is the time to be like, look, man, now do you want to hear my two cents? Like, I've got six books and some slide rails for you. Let's make a goddamn weekend out of it. It's like like what I've talked about on the show before was during the summer of 2020, I have a sister that lives in Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. So when all that was going on up there, she actually called me out of the blue. I hadn't talked to her in like six, eight months at that point. And she called me out of the blue and goes, I have a question and you're going to go, I never thought I would hear you ask that question. So what's your question? She goes, if I wanted to get a weapon for at home, what would you recommend I get? Right. And I'm like, ask me that again. (laughs) Hold on. Let me get the recorder. Because I I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah. And And I've, that's not the first account I've heard, man. At no, all, what was, that what was, was a it like? Common um, concern, yeah. What was it like 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 twenty eight percent of the guns sold last year were sold to first time gun owners? Yeah, it's, yeah, it was. it's been a Sorry, of, of the legal guns, gigantic. The, yeah, know, the legal, the, yeah, it's been a gigantic surge in new gun ownership. Um, actually, uh, one of my favorite podcasts uh, out there, um, History Unloaded. Mm-hmm. Um, they even talk about that that there's twenty eight. It was like twenty eight million new gun owners. Yeah. Um, in the past like 24 months um it's it's a huge surge there are tons of people who never would have previously considered owning a firearm who are now sure. going out buying firearms and, and realizing yeah, it was, that, they no, need no, that but it, was, their... it was like it was like 28 million first-time gun owners and like i think like like 47 percent overall were female yeah it yeah a lot. huge yeah. huge amount huge amount of female yeah. gun first-time female gun owners huge amount mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a couple of friends that do uh, promotions for for uh, women's gun like carry products. Um, Hell yeah! Uh, my friend Brooke does a, a thing. It's it's like band. It's like a neoprene band that you can use. The belly for band, yeah, yeah, yeah. Holsters yeah. and stuff, yeah. so you can basically wear it under anything. Yeah. Works can, super super can, the, well. The can can holsters. I love that style. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, oh, there's a, a ton of stuff of like that. Yeah, yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's a ton of stuff like that now, and and like all of this stuff coming out and. On the upside, awesome. Finally, people are realizing no one's coming to save you. You know, expect to self-rescue. You know, that I, was I would, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's a big thing. You know, there's uh in, in special operations in, in special forces, there's a big thing that we always say about no one's coming, it's up to us. Right. So that that mentality is starting to show up in everyday life, and suddenly people are realizing that this thing is not nearly as useful in an emergency as this is. Yeah. All of a yep, sudden yeah. they're realizing I need a gun. I don't need to be able to call 911. Well, not only that, but I've been seeing a lot more people. <laughs> not, who... not, only, not only that, but like 911 in most places won't respond to non-life threatening emergencies anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. Right, like Austin, Austin, Texas. They said that uh, here in the San Francisco Bay Area, it's well known. I mean, you see people walking out of Rite Aid with backpacks just full of shit that they took off the shelf. Sure, like nobody's coming. Nobody's coming. Yeah. If it's if it's and, not absolutely life threatening, the police aren't responding. And not only that, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, they have no duty to respond. Right? Supreme Court yeah. ruled several times mm-hmm. that they have no duty to respond. Mm-hmm. So it really is up to you. Period. Yeah, that's that's and, that's, where the and that's what I was getting at is I'm seeing more and more people who were historically, you know, just call the police 
you know, police are your friends, all that stuff. Well, I'm assuming we were all raised by boomers, and that's the exact mentality. You're 100% I was raised by a cop. Uh, I was raised by Gen X. Thanks. Hippies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, My mom was a cop. They have no feelings. (laughs) My dad was a 25-year military veteran. See, I, right. I was I was raised by by a, a Gen X guy who may or may not have been rather political during the Troubles, and I was raised in Ireland, so you can do the math on that. But Ra- rather political, come on, say so the line, say, say <laughs> the line, Andrew. You know what I want you to say? Show your law. Yeah, um, Andrew, Andrew's dad has an international <laughs> arrest warrant. He's um, yeah, he's uh, Interpol still has a warrant. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's that's dad. Yay. Um I mean I mean dude of all the Xbox achievements, come on, man. <laughs> that's a platinum trophy. <laughs> but like like there were guys, you know, I grew I grew up around guys that, you know, that's I, I can still argue, I will still argue with people about the, mm-hmm. the mall bombing and you know the fact that that bomb was not set to go off when it did. It was when it was parked, sure. set to go off at the appropriate time. It was MI5 or MI6 that messed with it. Everybody knows it. This was yep. not the way it was supposed to happen. Like I can argue with that. I, I knew some of those guys when I was a kid, like they came over to our house. I know them. So, yeah. you know, like that's, it, that stuff has influenced me as an adult now. Um, but you know that because of that, like I have this mentality, you can't trust the government. You can't trust these people to protect you. They do not have the, your best interests no. at heart. I was raised that way, ignored it for a number of years because on my mom's side, that isn't what I got at all. I got the hyper conservative America right. thing. Cause my mom's American mm-hmm. and you know, that's why I wind up going into the military. And so I, I ignored it for a while, but now that I'm back in this mentality where I've woken back up as an adult after getting out and after seeing, especially working for who I worked for, seeing just how nasty the government can get. I was part of that nastiness. I assure you it can get very, very, very nasty. Oh yeah. Uh, realizing what that looks like. I have no reason to trust them, but these boomers that are still in charge right now, you know, they were raised where they could pass everything off. Everything was everybody else's responsibility. Everything was everybody sure was. else's problem. It was everybody yeah. else's job to do things. Their parents had kicked fucking ass and endured massive deprivation for a yep. huge chunk of their lives. You know, they, they lived through the great depression, went to world, you know, to world war two, fought the Nazis, fought Imperial Japan, come home and then raise kids who are so fucking spoiled it blows your mind. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm uh, fully aware. Was it bad times create hard men, hard men create good times, Mm -hmm. good times create weak men, weak men create hard times? Yep. Yep. No. You are here. Yep. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, the uh, antistate.net has that fantastic flag and T-shirt. That's the triangle where it's coming back around. And oh so yeah, you are here. I love all that. of those I love guys. if you're if you're listening, put that bikini back on there, man. I tried to spend some money the other day. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, just to be clear, I'm an extra large. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost wore my rooftop voter shirt from that. Oh, yes. Yeah. I came real close. 
that's that's a little too spicy for the uh like neo confederate conservative types that I live around so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, I got some I got some funny looks in the little town that I live in wearing that one around too I get oh, I get, I'm sure I get death stares just wearing a camel hat walking around here <laughs> so, what are you California. doing this far away from Bakersfield I don't get it Ah. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> As it is, I get a lot of shit for the patch I'm wearing tonight. Mm. That's the joiner die. Yeah. I have my secret die one and my joiner die one. Actually, the patch that you have on, I have uh, that is a full flag sitting over here, too. I want one of those. Yeah. From Boog Boogie 79 on Twitter. Boog Boogie 79. Hit him up on Twitter. That's what you need. You need that, uh, Kyle. You need to start doing patches, bro. I need to. I need to network with these folks because I've I've noticed like uh, Poppin has got a bunch of really mm -hmm. good stuff, yep. uh, and there, there's yep. a few more out there. Like I'd I'd love to totally stuff mailers with like their ads and vice versa, and just that's a that's a Poppin work with them. Right there. Yep, that's I saw patch. that when that first came out, dude. That's dope. I love that. No. I've always loved yeah. that. Dave's yeah. Dave's cool as hell. I actually the I originally bought uh, the Boogaloo Shark from him. Um, nice. and then had it on the show and got hit up a ton. Where'd I get that? Pointed him all his direction. He got overwhelmed with orders. I sent a message like, Hey, sorry if you're overwhelmed with orders. Uh, that's my yeah. fault. I had you on the show. And, Go buy this uh, one. These are the, Andrew's got that yeah. shirt on right now. Yeah, that's that's my shirt. Shirt. These that's are the, the good feud. people. Yes, these yeah. are good people. Go support mm -hmm. them. Yeah. We're we're yeah, also I now see, I see the, the good of, patch. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, the goon that looks like a Doom logo. That's that's. I like cool. that. You saw nothing, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's only I've, been there I've for the last hour and a half. No big deal. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a nerd. I do tons of audiobooks and stuff too. So yeah, I get. I, I, I got actually, all kinds of shit. Oh, dude, I can't even show my patch panel. It's so big. I haven't even put it up on right. the wall yet because I can't decide right. where I'm going to put it. It's like four and a half or five feet long and like three feet tall and three quarters full right now. So, yeah. Um, but the uh, yeah, the Dave over Poppins patches, he's super, super cool and supports yeah, us. Yeah, and yeah. Sends us sends us all sorts of all sorts yeah, he of cool he stuff. Sends, he's he actually Andrew. the one who does this. Yeah, he sends Andrew nice. patches to give away. Which you guys are talking do. about anti-state. One of my favorite ones from them is the probable drone target patch. Yep, I got that one too. Stay clear, probable drone target on it. <laughs> I like I like the dudes at anti-state, but uh, I I've only ever like followed their Instagram. Like I told Jason, I've been away for for a yep. little bit, a little bit out of the scene, if, as as it were. But I I got to tell you, man, I'm I'm loving seeing what these dudes like. Uh, your buddy from Oklahoma. The whole network that he's with. I love yeah, watching yeah. this younger generation come up mm -hmm. and just be excited and have yeah. folks like Spike on their side. Dude, that's killer. That's awesome. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. that's... Well, I'm you know, I'm noticing more and more like with my kids. Um, my my son, he is he pushes back against the school that he goes to nonstop. Um, when they, he goes to a, a very lefty area <laughs> just north of where Andrew lives. Um, <laughs> and, uh, 
they enforce very strictly or they tried to enforce for a while very strictly mask mandates while you're at school like every kid had to wear a mask for the full eight hours well if that mask slid down under your nose or anything like that the teachers would get on you now every time that happens around my son he stands up this just starts chanting let's go brandon oh god (laughs) (laughs) and then the entire class joins them and then get phone calls here's the funny thing (laughs) my sister is school teacher my dad was a math teacher a history teacher a basketball coach a principal and assistant principal and now he's a school bus driver um big 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 teachers union dude and uh like half of my extended family that aren't coal miners or school teachers it's when we decided to homeschool that was a relationship ending fight i've only ever told one person in my entire life i would turn them into worm food and it was my father and uh I, I wouldn't have it any other way, dude. We are we are unschooling two girls and the twenty year old. We pulled him out of freshman year of high school, but it's amazing, man. They're learning so much more. Just yeah. growing veggies and having access well, to all the how, world's that's information. Was, that's how it was with my oh, kids too. Amazing. Um, well, yeah. The, the first the first five years, like elementary school, and like to, I think the first year of middle school. Uh, they yep. were at a private Christian school. Their their grandmother paid for it, so it was, it was a good school. It was a really good school. And then after that, they they went to homeschool. Uh, my yeah. kids were homeschool, and they homeschool through high school. They both have high school diplomas. Their little sister is going to have a high school diploma next year, next December, which is like a year and a half early. Mm-hmm. And what they did, what they did in, in homeschool was like feed chickens and go to archery and. Right. You know, yeah. do the garden and they did the like the, the actual <clears throat> school work took like maybe an hour out of the day. Yeah. We 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 went full unschool, man. We don't we don't do school work, but we yeah. did California's we, so fucked up for homeschooling though. We did we in Tennessee. We weren't allowed to homeschool. Yeah. I don't say that with so much sadness in your voice. Like I didn't invite you to move to Tennessee and showed you a house directly <laughs> I, across the I, street I know, from me. I know. <laughs> these, guys, these guys have offered me couches. Oh yeah, have offered me couches in Wisconsin. Yeah, I've had, yeah. I've had, offer, I've had offers in, in in Alaska, uh, in Montana, Idaho, Texas, several in Texas, Colorado. Anytime you want, Jason. Just, you just let us know. There's people out there that love you, old man, and they want you to be happy. Yeah, and you yeah. know how many people well, those people have bad taste, and I question that. You have you have all the people in yeah. Wisconsin. Hey, don't question our decisions. You're one of them. You guys both shoot ten millimeter. You guys were already questioned because it's the Lord's. Because caliber. it's the Lord. It's the actual Lord's caliber. <laughs> notice how they you notice how they said just and the the cult of ten millimeter just comes out of them. Well, I well, mean, I mean, it's ten millimeter. It's the only the ten millimeter of, you won't never lose. All of the not, power of three fifty seven, but almost the ammo capacity of nine millimeter. What's not to love? Right? You can't knock on that speed, dude. <laughs> 10 millimeter they're, is the they're right. millimeter. <laughs> see? 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 He's in There's Wisconsin. another one. There's another Wisconsin. one. You can ju- <laughs> and that's also in Wisconsin. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but isn't it, isn't it cold? 20 minutes north of Andrew. 
It's it's almost it's almost like freezing. I think right now it's, it was twenty eight uh, degrees today. Yeah, it's it's close to fr- okay. Well, I mean, it's it feels like ten with wind chill right now, but you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm in Duluth right now, and my heater just stopped working. <laughs> oh, oh shit. no! Oh, yeah, it happens. That's that's good and cold. That is good uh-huh. and cold. Yeah. No, yeah, no, thank Duluth, you. Duluth, not, not Duluth, North, North. Lake North, effect North. snow is a wonderful thing up in Duluth. Yeah. Oh Duluth. yeah. Well, buddy, buddy girl- of mine lived up there for a while, and he always re- he would recount coming outside. Might have been completely clear all night, but he'll come outside, go to work in the morning or to class in the morning, and you have to pick out which snow pile is your car. Yeah. You yeah. see that the, a- the the snow in New Jersey this yesterday? Dude, I outran that fucking thing by ten miles. Fuck, I was I was in Connecticut two days ago. Fuck, dude! Like fucking mm-hmm. was it? Um, uh, like Bridgeport got like thirty-seven inches. You know who's yesterday. there right now, yesterday. right? Jeremy. You know who's there? Jeremy's in, yeah. Jeremy's in PPNR right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's up. I texted. I, I texted yesterday, and I was like, or no, I didn't text him. It was on Facebook. He said something about it, and I was like. Man, I wow. almost didn't make it out of there. He was like, Dude, "Well, I wanted to you... stay a couple days anyway." <laughs> thirty-seven inches just sounds like fun. Have you seen my truck? I got no problems with thirty-seven inches worth of snow. Yeah, I'm gonna Jason, drive right on through that and just be like, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the at the weather here, and on Tuesday it's supposed to be above freezing. <laughs> Granted, on yeah. Thursday it's supposed to up be up here eight, too. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> Tuesday, 38 degrees. Yeah. Thursday, our, 8. Yeah, our, our low tonight is 38 degrees. No, our, our low at the end of the week is negative 17. See, you live up here, <laughs> and you get built out of tougher stuff because it gets to 100 degrees with 98% humidity in the summer, and it gets down to 40 <laughs> below in the winter what? with wind chill. And Why you have would to you live there if it does it. that? Because well, see, for six, here's eight months of the year, you don't have mosquitoes. here's here's the trick people live there because there's no earthquakes tornadoes hurricanes oh no we get tornadoes earthquakes tornadoes and some bits of hurricane actually uh you you guys guys um, run up the mississippi we also get blizzards break up just a little bit yeah uh we get blizzards definitely get tornadoes the Uh, trick is to find out wherever the fuck lyman bishop lives and then move to that county Kalispell, Montana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montana's the right. shit. I know. Awesome. I love Wisconsin, Montana. The reason you live in Wisconsin is because our earthquakes mm-hmm. are very light little shakes from the the New oh, Madrid nothing. fault they're line. Nothing. Yeah. yeah, our tornadoes are relatively rare. Right. We had a, we where had, I live. Is, we had a tsunami. Has only had one, and it was ten years ago. Where? Yeah. We had we had a tsunami last week. Oh yeah, from uh, from, uh, from the Tonga, uh, Tonga volcano. From, from Tonga, yeah, Tonga, Tonga, Tonga something, something mm-hmm. volcano the Tonga that island. Yeah, it when it when uh, it hit us, it was only like 18 inches tall, but we still had one. An 18 inch tsunami. Oh, run away! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it was enough. It was enough. It caused some boats to to shift and bang against the oh. dock. But yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. That was that was impressive too. Well, if I mean, I think the real question is, like what's the government going to do about it, man? You need you need tons of help out there. Right, there yeah, should be a response. Know. Somebody ought to do something. Oh, God, I hate that term. <laughs> there was after after Wisconsin's last earthquake, somebody posted a picture of a single plastic chair that had fallen backwards, 
and yep. said yeah. we will rebuild. That's, and- <laughs> that's the same. That's the same picture Merrick posts every single hurricane that rolls through Florida. Yeah, yeah. I he's mean, that's, the, the funny thing is, though, that's, right? He's in the Panhandle. He's around Panhandle, yeah. Pensacola. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So that's that's basically like Georgia, Alabama, that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's pretty close to Alabama, but still in Florida. He's it, it's basically that dead center where like it doesn't really matter which way it turns or where it goes. If it's in the Gulf, we're going to get a piece of it. Yeah. And he, he's he got the same meme every single storm that comes through there. He's like, yeah, we'll rebuild. But to be fair, he lives in an ICF house. It's a fucking bunker. So, yeah, yeah he's fine. Yeah, he- he, every time, he's every, gonna be all right. <laughs> he does. Uh, he does. Uh, he does after action reports for them too, and he'll talk about uh, uh-huh. the generators and what worked and what didn't work. And yeah, here's the results from testing our preps, yeah. and we've yeah. got you know this long for this. Yeah. No, he'd no, be, he's he'd be, on top of it, dude. He'd be great in the zombie apocalypse if he could stop from fucking hitting his head and he, knocking himself out. And ladders, man, the arch nemesis. The I keep telling ladders. him. Yep. Oh my god. See, but, that's, no, no, no. He he is a hand loader. So whenever something goes through there and he has a list of preps, he's like, Well, this looks this looks too close to a chart not to fuck with it. So he's just doing all this stuff and then putting it on Facebook and stuff. Now he's yeah. great resource for, for like disaster preps and shit like yeah. that for sure. But then he falls and hurts himself and well and that, like, that kind of hampers your disaster preparedness slightly, knocking yourself unconscious. <laughs> you can't can't uh, bug out if you're laying on the floor unconscious. So maybe no. wear a helmet. I mean, just saying like bump helmets aren't that heavy. <laughs> you know, they're we've we've threatened we've threatened to get him a bubble before. It's... Yeah, yeah. I mean you can I told him I was in ta- bubble wrap. It's uh... I was talking to him earlier today. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The homeschooled boy, we're doing all this, that, and the other. And, I, and he was talking about what he's going to do for work in the future. And, and I cut him off immediately because I never miss an opportunity to pick on my very close and loved friends. I was like, well, he's 12 now. Put his ass on a ladder. And he didn't miss a beat. He was like, oh, yeah, dude, that's been a, that's been a thing for a year. I don't get on him anymore. I was like, good. We've picked on you enough to where you're going to live through this thing. He was like, yeah, that, that's a young man's game. And I was like, finally, Jesus. Ladders are young, man. <laughs> uh, no, but no, Andrew, how far would, Andrew, how far would I get at my house if ladders were a young man's game? Actually, probably not. You, live, you literally live on the side of a hill, though. He his So to put in perspective, where he lives is like this. Yeah, like I'm not kidding. Like so it, it's, my house sits here, then you go up a hill and you get to my garden, then you go up another hill and you get to my fruit bed, my fruit beds, then you go up another hill and you're up on the up on the road. To, to so you're around the dales when yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, about a half, mo- drive, half an hour from there. Yeah, when yeah. I drive to his house because of the lift and the huge tires on my truck, I am just looking at sky and praying that there is in fact road. <laughs> oh, I believe it. As I yeah. drive up that hill. Uh, so I, I, my yeah. truck isn't even lifted and I'm that way. Yeah. You go yeah. up the hill, it's like, uh, I think this is the road. Oh, not, is... not the road to be on if you're in oh. misfiring. And to make it even better, when you go from the top, if you try to come down onto his house, there's this huge hump right at the start of the road that goes around his house so that your front end shoots up in the air. And so in my truck, I'm looking almost completely vertical for a second before I come back down. Well, I mean, just that I don't shoot off the truck. Think of how much worse it would be 
if we didn't have the government roads we have today, man. <laughs> yeah, but what would we I'm do just, without roads? Just that are, if like, an insurance just... company owned that road and wanted to take advantage of you, they'd be incentivized for you to flip. You better think. Your local <laughs> Department of Transportation. I just flip highways. over. We actually had a guy that that jumped the curb and flipped off that that embankment, Andrew, right above my house. Oh, he rolled my. his car right off of that and into my maple tree. I just oh. I just picture I just picture Andrew trying to go over that hill and in the background is a couple of good old boys. Never <laughs> no harm. You feel like them Duke it better. Them Duke scary. boys better start growing some wings and learning how to fly. Every time before I go, even in dry weather, before I go up that hill, I'm like, and neutral four. (laughs) We ain't doing this in two. I go up that hill in two wheel drive all the time. All right. Let's uh, let's cover this this one last article that I brought with us. And uh, get it. Get us back on track. uh, uh, ATF agencies gun from Leacock County Township property. An Amish farmer admits sales. So agents with the the, the BATFE seized firearms from Leibach County Township property earlier this month, and an Amish farmer at the property acknowledged selling guns without a federal firearms license. Stop talking to cops. No criminal charges have been filed so far in the matter. So they stole his guns and then never charged him. Uh, On Tuesday, Reuben King said the guns were taken. uh, The guns taken were part of his personal collection. Um, and the, the foundry had nothing to do with the gun sales. So this is a, a house that's part of a, a business. Uh, I'm not quote, I'm not going to deny that I was selling some, said Reuben King. Gun sales were not advertising, and he does not know how he may have come to the ATF's attention. He says, quote, this is my business. I'm a dairy man. He said inside the barn filled with cows, he swept the concrete floor with a push broom. Uh, Reuben King said he primarily sold long guns to the Amish for hunting, though he admitted he did sell some to non-Amish too. Quote, I was not dealing in handguns. I'm positively not. Uh, federal law requires photo identification when purchasing a firearm from a licensed dealer. The Amish contend their religious beliefs prevent them from being photographed so they cannot buy a firearm from a licensed dealer. However, private sellers do not have to require the buyer to present photo identification. Ruben King declined to say how many guns he had or sold, but not more than 600, which is what the tipster told the police. Uh, He said that did not sound right. So there's no legal definition for how many guns you can buy and sell in order for it to be considered. Well, there is in a time period. That's that's what yeah. this article gets into. He says, uh, uh, Ruben King's brother, Emmanuel King, said about 15 agents with a warrant removed firearm from a room above <laughs> the first floor fan drain. Spent about five hours there. Uh, Ruben King said he'd been talking to lawyers, but does not have one yet and doesn't know when the coming. Um, pointed out that the government cannot tell him how many guns a person may sell or over what time frame before a license is required. According to research, this is true. In fact, that's the entire reason why in 1986 there was a bill that was the Firearms Owners Protection Act that was to stop prosecution, malicious prosecution mm-hmm. by the ATF of people who are yep. buying and selling firearms because that's, they were going after anybody who had sold more than three. That's why the NRA yeah. backed the bill. Yep. yep. And then the Hughes yep. Amendment was supposed to be a poison pill to stop that, thanks to the Dems. And because Reagan was also anti-gun, he signed it anyway. Yeah. 
So, but the ATF document says a person, quote, will need a license if you repetitively buy and sell firearms with the principal motive of making a profit. Licenses are yep. not required for someone who engages in, quote, occasional sale of firearms from your personal collection. So in other words, the government would have to prove that your intent was to make a right. profit on all of the yes. sales. It's like yes. using the hobby exemption with the IRS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's, there's, there's no hard number. That says if you sell this many firearms, you're a, a gun dealer. Right. There, right. there was no number established in 1934 in the NFA that established the FFL system. There was no hard number established um, in 1986. Uh, and the Hughes Amendment never says anything about a hard number, nothing. No, no legislation okay. says this number of weapons, now you need an, 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 uh, an FFL. Yeah. Therefore, it is just dependent on who's in office. And yep. who's running the ATF and what they want to enforce. Yep. Can I just get a quick amen that we didn't get David Chipman? Yes. Fuck David Chipman. I like the limbo yeah. position we're in right now. It gives our attorneys and the Firearms Policy Coalition, go give them money. Really good room to work right now. I like mm -hmm. this position we're in. Political enemies are fighting. Gun grabbers have no idea what they're doing at the moment. We yeah. we're we're in a spot to make moves, baby. Uh, GOA yeah, and attack. FP. GOA has already said that they're batting that they're going to bat for Mike Hoover at CRS Firearms. Um, and Excellent. FPC uh, apparently has people sniffing around, and they're looking to be a part of it also. Yes, good, if good, if good. anyone listening knows anyone who has an FRT trigger who would like to sue the government over yes. it and over what they've done. Please give FPC a holler. They're looking for people to be yeah. complainers for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's do that. Gun policy on Twitter. Go find them. Mm -hmm. Absolutely good folks over there. Based people in a great follow. They're fantastic. But yes, this, um, they they well, follow. This, I think all three of us. Yeah, they follow yeah, yeah. On Twitter, so. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, if if they're following you guys, let me take this opportunity. Reach out to me. You're gonna do a promo. You're gonna do a big something or other. I'll give you some swag. You want to give yep. me some mailers? I'll totally stick them in my packaging. I want to yep. work with you. Gap, yeah, I want to do gap, this. GapArmory.com. G-A-P-A-R-M-O-R-Y.com. Yeah, my personal email address is Kyle, K-Y-L-E, at GapArmory.com. Hit me up. So, we'll do it. But the, the reason I brought that up is because of the, the arbitrariness, right? This is a, a completely arbitrary ruling as to and how much or as to, as to how much or how many, right? It's the yeah. same thing with like the 80% lowers and, and just gun control in general, <clears throat> right? It, it's, well, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a completely arbitrary thing that has no, like you, you can't point to it and say, yeah, this, this is evidence, right? This, this, right. this is the science, right? right? Well, yeah, I mean, Chris and I, uh, back on Anarchist Weapons Wednesdays when I was still doing that podcast, um, we did a thing where we showed an AR rifle an AR pistol, an SBR, and we're like, what the, what's the, the difference fact, here? What's yeah, the fact, the fact they that they were all the same caliber and everything? Yeah, the fact that yeah. you can have an AR pistol with a barrel longer than an AR rifle <clears throat> says a well, lot about the arbitrary. Well, yeah, we had we had oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> an AR pistol with a 10 and a half inch barrel, and then we <clears throat> had an, a registered SBR with an eight inch barrel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the rear bead triggers, right? The definition says so many 
shots per pull of the yeah, trigger. Yeah. So what did they do? They didn't mess with the pull of the trigger. They went in and messed with the reset and went, nope. gotcha, because lawyers, yep. I guess. So and, and, and now they're going to revisit it right. and saying, and we don't like this. I think it hurts our feelings. So we're going to reclassify and go after you. Well, yeah. Well, that's and, totally arbitrary and capricious. And what yeah. what Betfi is trying to hide behind is Chevron deference, which I think we've covered yeah. on the show multiple times. I covered on Weapons Wednesdays, where basically if the law doesn't spell something out and it just kind of says something, then it's up to the enforcement agency to define whatever that yeah. means. That, that Except in this case, in this case it yes. doesn't apply. It's the same thing as when they wanted right. to redefine pistol braces and they wanted to redefine that and AR's upper and lower receivers are receivers. And so they, they can't do that Even because the law stocks. defines what it is. Yeah, but the law by the, says by the, this is what is this definition. By the law definition, an AR lower is technically not a serialized yeah. component. This, That's well, correct. this component, this component, even though it's all done out, right? No. Yeah. This component does not count under the law as a receiver. This is not truly a receiver. No, because yes. there's a component that's missing. Is certainly not a receiver. Right. Yep. So, but they're still going to try. They will still try and say, this is a receiver. Yeah. Unless, and it's serialized, unless you challenge them in court and then they drop the case immediately. And that's yep. the thing. Because these, they don't want any these, jurisprudence. Right. These fuck-faced mm -hmm. political activists will just willy-nilly because they know the ATF is one of the big organizations that has the monopoly on violence. And they can absolutely move forward with any arbitrary decision they decide to make, like enforcing key cards my man got in trouble for. They can do anything they want to. They, they have qualified immunity. They have no consequences or repercussions. They can get right into dragging folks into jail, and their tactic is – well, in 2022, I mean, <laughs> we've got to find a way to get precedent on our side, right? Like the courts, surely that's a thing we can win, and that's going to set law in the future. They're depending on them not having any pushback on arresting people. Everybody in America right now is like, oh, well, just fight it out in courts. We live in the land of the free. You're right. going to get your day, buddy. Everything will be groovy. But we all know we all know that's not how that works. They are going to do this so many times where they get one instance where they get the precedence they want, and that's all she fucking wrote, kids. Yep, that's that's a good argument yeah. for localism too, and and getting uh, constitutional sheriffs put in, and and the whole sagebrush rebellion idea pushing back against the federal government, and 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 because the the ATF the ATF only has like what twelve hundred agents you know and most of those are like you know secretaries and administrators we've got more so, tannerite so, and they've got humans by fucking weight kid <laughs> let's do this <laughs> so, so, like they, they they need they need the local uh, police to help them enforce these laws well if you get the local if you get the sheriff on your side right you get the local police on your side you create that that yeah. that culture. yeah but then but yeah, then know, look at what happened you know. in Missouri. And say, meanwhile, when, when they did that, they they passed the law, a state law that said local law enforcement can't help the feds, 
Mm-hmm. And then now, <laughs> and then this, this local law enforcement is suing the no, state I know this one. in order for permission. <laughs> but you are actually exercising your rights under federalism and the Tenth Amendment oh. violate the Constitution because I don't understand what any of those words mean. Well, obviously, you didn't same. get you you didn't get the whole big picture. Article One, Section Eight is the. We can do whatever the fuck we want to do, clause, right? Just the process. Just the process. Just the process. Sure. It's a living, breathing document, guys. I mean, come on. It's it's current year, obviously. It ain't breathing anymore. It's fucking clear. Wait, it t- I love that. I love the meme with the, the, the two space dudes with the gun and it's the constitution in front of the one he says wait it doesn't li- limit government and then it's lysander spinner it never him. did kid. it never it did, never did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude spooner's argument is the best dnr i've ever heard yeah for yeah. Yep. for the, read, uh, for, for the conservative argument i you love ever, it you ever read auburn herbert no over on Auburn Herbert, he's the one. He's he's um, credited with coining the phrase volunteerism, and he did so in 1895. Is 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 he the one that was talking about uh, one of his kids getting married not by the state, and then they their their whole relationship was going to be voluntarist? I'll have to I'll have to send you a link to his writings, but uh, he started he started writing about a voluntary voluntarily funded government. Uh, in right. the late 1880s. Yep, he was a British uh, writer. Um, he was the son of the third Earl of Carnarvon, yep. a liberal member of Parliament for the two-member constituency of Nottingham, seven, 1870 to 1874. Right. Yeah. Well, the uh, you know that's been tried before and it worked, right? It was mm-hmm. a security and insurance mm-hmm. agency known as the Knights Templar. Yeah, they never did anything wrong or sketchy or no I'm, I'm 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 sure i'm 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 sure they did wrong and sketchy but i'll tell you <laughs> what they did right is private security man yep. they 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 did banking they did insurance they did security they did travel well, they destroyed that's that's some second realm stuff yeah well it's also what destroyed him because eventually that's, Philip that's why the and, church wanted to kill him <laughs> well well the church but every every monarchy in europe because they all owed the money absolutely and, yeah and philip yeah. Of, of france decided he would right, here comes that here comes that Saladin. history degree yeah i'm here for it baby come on the, the knights templar <laughs> by killing them saladin actually when he yeah. captured them he'd actually pay his men to bring them to him so he could have them beheaded um right Killing them didn't work. They saw a massive resurgence because by then they were the cool dudes, right? Like they were the cool guys to be part of. Uh, But Prince Philip realized you assassinate their character because they're supposed to take vows of poverty. They have to give up everything to the order and their, you know, vows of chastity and piety. And so he started claiming, oh, they're worshiping Baphomet and they're they're boning each other and having gay sex. And they're praying oh, they're, to a severed head. It's insane. Yeah, it's blasphemy. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're praying yeah. to Baphomet and they're worshiping Baphomet and they're having gay sex. And they're they're you know, and they're they're all rich and they have all these servants and everything else because he owed them so much money. If they ever called in the debt, he would go bankrupt and he assassinated the right. character. Yeah. And that's how he got rid of the Knights Templar becoming too powerful will also put you in a position where you're a threat to government that they need mm-hmm. to go after. Sounds and... like political prisoners in the U.S. today. I mean, maybe <laughs> about three quarters, but... It, well, uh, I mean, it, yeah. If you want to go straight to something, it sounds like 
the way the federal government is attacking crypto right now. The way, yeah, because when you become too powerful, when you start to actually actively threaten the status quo simply yeah. by your existing, now mm-hmm. they have to let them about you. That's let why that's, there's that's why they're that's em. why they're they're trying so hard to get Assange on U.S. soil. Yep, they're trying because what? Trying, 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 to get, trying to get Julian Assange onto U.S. soil. Oh so, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So they could throw him in the probably will. From, throw yeah. him in the cell. They probably will. Ross Wilber. It'll be it'll be a national security court. Yeah, right, a FISA yep. court. Yep, FISA. Yeah, yep. you will never see him. You will never hear anything. Um, most of the people yeah. uh, testifying against him will either be sworn to secrecy or they'll be straight up central intelligence assets. You'll never okay. hear about him. Nothing. He'll if, that's if that's if he actually gets court, right? I mean, they could just Guantanamo Bay him. Yeah, yeah. indefinitely. That's their word, not mine. Well, keep in mind, you know, yeah. there, there's a thing called extraordinary rendition, and anyone who's mm-hmm. unfamiliar with that phrase, what that effectively means is, if you are in an airplane and you are flying over international waters and you mm-hmm. begin to interrogate someone through enhanced means in international waters, no country's laws apply to you. Because no country has jurisdiction in international waters or international airspace, which means you can effectively do anything you want because no one has a jurisdiction to punish you for whatever you do. So what the Central Intelligence Agency has a tendency to do, allegedly, is get people into airplanes, onto ships, get them into international waters, international airspace, and then do whatever they want to extract whatever information they need from that person because no one can prosecute nope. them. And as yeah. long as those activities stop yep. that's before how, they that's come how. within mm-hmm. national waters, no one yep. can do anything. Yep. That's how. That's what the, they can say with a straight face. We didn't break the law. Yeah, because yeah. they didn't, yeah. technically. So on that note, I love it. on that note, before we get all drum bombed, um, <laughs> that's uh it would be me to do it, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's get some plugs in and then get the hell out of here. Time might as well go first. Me, yeah, I'm really easy, guys. Gaparmory.com is the website. It is. We it are, is linked. It is linked in the description. Yep, check it out. We are starting humble. Like I said, I got a lot of my own money and a little bit of debt into this thing, but I mean it's. Really to serve a community, I believe in. I believe that 3D printing, 80%, and homemade homemade unregistered firearms are the best way to support firearm freedom and, quite honestly, off-the-books individual preparedness that, that, yeah. that we've got today. I practice it. I live it. I believe in it. And there's a lot of good dudes in this hobby and in this movement, and I think you should support every single one of them not just me um we're doing really good work here and we're gonna try to reach tea parties three percenters antifas i mean everybody this is a venn diagram of folks who have a grievance against the state to become more individually autonomous and i believe this is one vehicle to do it and i'm here for you but yeah it's gap armory on facebook instagram the dot com super easy to find Soon to be on Twitter? I mean, twist my arm once or twice more, and I'll be there. I'll make you a fucking account. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, don't. Because I know what you'll do. The name's not there yet. You're going to get it and you're going to be like, it's 3200 bucks, bro. What you got? And I, I can't do that right now. I'm not in a position. <laughs> no, so those capitalism. Those, those, those G17 loans. I'll sell it to you for 15 bucks. Those G17 rails, how you doing? <laughs> I'm going to need two sets of rails, bro. It's all yours. I'll unlock it for you. <laughs> Keys to the kingdom. <laughs> all right. Andrew, get on your rig and roll. All right. So if you want to care for your beard like a Viking, like I do with fantastic scents, fantastic conditioners, beard oils, the beard straightener 2.0 that they have, all sorts of cool stuff. You're going to check out thebeardstruggle.com. Use code Anarchist 15 You get 15% off. Their scents are awesome. They just released their new platinum scents a couple months ago that smell great. There's also, uh, of course, the gold scents. I really prefer Odin's Virtue from them. They're also coming out with uh, full-size men's colognes uh, very shortly. So that's also going to be something cool that you can get from them. Also, don't forget to get Derricka's book, Think for Yourself, a critical thinking workbook for beginners. It's been scrolling across the bottom here uh, all along. That is available on Amazon. Check out davidpoppinspatches.com. He's got some of the coolest patches around. They're all very, very high quality. They're really cool. Um, he's got a lot of nostalgic stuff for those of us who are 90s kids. Grew up in the 90s. Lots of cool stuff. He's got a, he's got a Halo patch coming out. Sweet. Yeah, he's Word. got all sorts of cool stuff coming. Yes. Also, as of yesterday, I'm officially an affiliate of RK Spookware. So if you want to get uh, much like Gap Armor, if you want to get stuff like Rails, he does have locking blocks yeah. uh, right now. He's got a bunch of other stuff. Super cool uh, with his support for 3D printing and everything else. So if you 3D print your own uh, special little toys, you can certainly check out RK Spookware. Use the link in the description and give me some of that action for doing that. So you support us when you buy your cool stuff, which is super awesome. No. All right. Uh, Kyle, give us a piece of life advice. Life advice. Uh, kids, there are tons of bad people out there that want to take your things and quite honestly, take credit for all the good things you do. What you need is a healthy dose of individual autonomy. A good strong shot of your own will. Go make some shit of your own. Go build relations by yourself that do not involve the state. I suggest a healthy dose of agorism. I suggest a healthy dose of entrepreneurship. And, well, a little bit of that attitude where I come from in Appalachia stand. It's, a little bit it'll, of, it'll, a take little you, of, it'll take you a long way. A little bit of, fu a little bit of fuck you know. Uh, well, well, there uh, a, a little bit of fuck around, and you <laughs> might find out. Oh. Yeah, no. All right. On that note, uh, <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>